Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Welcome to Vegas Never Sleeps, an audio postcard from the fabulous Las Vegas Strip. I'm Stephen Maggi. Do you want to talk about songs that have become iconic? Well, one of those songs is Come On, Feel the Noise by Quiet Riot. Today, you'll meet the voice behind that song and countless other hits from the 1980s, Paul Shortino. These days, Paul is one of the great musicians with Rating the Rock Vault, one of the most popular shows in Vegas. Our regulars are here as well. Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com discusses Laughlin, Nevada, a small town on the Colorado River, famous for low-cost gambling, lodging, and dining. Is it worth a visit? Scott will opine. Brett Maley of Pawn Stars is back with his Vegas Art Minute. Collectible art consists not only of painting and sculpture, but of any number of other media. And of course, Brett can help you find it. Michael Shackelford, also known as the Wizard of Odds, is here as well. Last week, Michael spoke about Gal Poker. Today, he takes a look at Baccarat. And finally, America's first master sommelier, Eddie Osterlin, is back with us to discuss something you may enjoy as part of a weekend excursion, visiting wineries. If you love classic rock like I do, you don't want to miss Raiding the Rock Vault. It's been around town for a while, won all sorts of awards. It's now at the Rio, going from Saturday to Wednesday, 7.30. The lead singer is with us, Paul Shortino, the great Paul Shortino. If you know Quiet Riot, Come On, Feel the Noise, Rough Cut, and he's been doing this show for a while. Paul, you've won all sorts of awards for this show, too. Oh, last uh, six years, number one tribute show I- I believe that's what it's won of Best of Las Vegas. Uh, it's a great show. And we've got some changes. So some of the fans that have been coming and seeing the show on and on and on because they've watched it go through the changes from starting at the LVH and then uh, Westgate bought it out. It seems like every hotel we've been at, someone's bought it. Then we moved to the Tropicana and someone bought it from uh, Alex. I think Alex uh, owned it then and went to Trop. So we were there for a year and a half and... Wherever we go, uh, I guess we're good luck for selling the hotel because then they just sold this hard rock. We've been there for a little over a year and a half again. And I think uh, Branson Virgin's uh, company, so I don't know what they're going to call it, if it's the Virgin Hotel, Hard Rock. That's or what we hear, yeah. The Hard Rock Virgin, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sort of seems uh, oxymoron there, right? You know, <laughs> yeah, Totally. That actually would be probably kind of cool, the Hard Rock Virgin. 
Well, for the few people that haven't seen your show, Rating the Rock Vault, I think it's fascinating because you have this group of all-stars, and you never know exactly who's going to be playing that particular night. No, you don't, because uh, everybody's out doing, still touring and still doing stuff. And uh, so we've got guys that come and go. Uh, Hugh McDonald, who uh, plays for uh, Bon Jovi, also in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Howard Lease, another rock Rock and Roll Hall of Famer uh, from uh, Heart, and he's currently with Bad Company. And uh, then uh, you've got Robin McCauley, who's been out with uh, Michael Shanker with his uh, all of the singers. It's almost like he, uh, he got the idea from Rock Vault of all the singers being in, and, but he's taken all the singers from all the records he's done and put it out there. Uh, this sounds like editor. my iTunes list. I yeah, mean, I a, love this music. But it's really a good, it's a great show. There's probably about 30-some songs, uh, 34 to 35 songs in the show, and it goes from my generation and ends with Jump, and now we've actually uh, added some more new material. So, uh, people, so it, how will the show change? I mean, are you getting some more recent stuff or just different things that they haven't seen before? Different songs. Uh, there'll be different songs. The stage will be different. It seems to be getting more and more intimate. <laughs> well, you know, but it's a cool <laughs> chance to see, you know, our rock gods actually up that close. It's kind of well, cool. Yeah, actually, we've been really enjoying the um, the uh, vinyl over at the Hard Rock. Uh, they want us to come back there. So we're actually... Uh, Contracted from what I know uh, at the Rio for at the 172 room. They're doing some uh, adjustments to the room, uh, but we're there for a year, um, actually. Well, that's an easy place to find, so that'll be really good. What are some of the songs that people always want to hear from you guys? Because, and I guess, does part of it depend on who shows up? No, no, it isn't like that. It's been a laid out show, and we didn't even get to pick the songs that we wanted to sing. Or play uh, the producers of the show, uh, Harry Cow. Uh, back then, there were other people involved, but he has uh, been the uh, driving force behind this show and keeping it going because it's uh, tough to keep anything going in Las Vegas. It's a four waller, yeah. you know, in any of the hotels, and then uh, you know you have union costs and stuff, and not to mention all the other uh, uh, overhead, but. Uh, He's he's kept it going, and uh, we're we're having a blast doing it, and it's gonna it's gonna be fun doing some of these new songs, just because after six years going on seven years, you know the same songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but Vegas is sort of un- it's unforgiving in that respect. I mean, there are some well, big yeah. groups from the there's- past that can't make it here, so that what you guys are doing is really incredible. Well, it's really kind of cool because there's been people that have been to the show 500 times. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of times. <laughs> I mean, that's, all, that's, that's just a little less than how many shows I've done. More with rock singer and musician Paul Shortino, one of the great stars of Raiding the Rock Vault, and we're at the Rio in just a moment. Time now for your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. If you live in Nevada or Arizona or California, you've heard about Laughlin, a small resort town that likes to compare itself to Vegas, but on a much smaller scale. And of course, you know Scott's going to have an opinion on it. The city of Laughlin, if people aren't familiar or haven't been out here, it's what, about two hours from here and... It's a whole nother world. And if you just want to gamble and you want to gamble cheap, 
Have people talked to you much? I mean, is it any kind of a destination at all, do you think, that people should see? You've asked the right person, because VitalLaughlin.com, I don't even... I don't care about Laughlin or Reno or anywhere else. I cannot understand why anybody would go anywhere other than Las Vegas. They're just these lesser, they're the bastard stepchildren of Las Vegas. They're Vegas wannabes. They're, there's none of the magical part of casinos. There's just the slots. And the food's okay. And there might be a body of water nearby. But come on, there's no, there's just no comparison. There, it's just this kind of lesser version of Vegas. It's a spot. It's you know, it's like Macau. It wants to be Vegas. It's not Vegas. Yes, they have some hotels there and some gambling, but it's not Vegas. Well, you know, one thing Reno did, I, I remember back in the 90s, you know, people in Northern California went up there a lot and they had the regular, uh, Johnny Carson would do a week in Vegas and then a week in Reno and all that. But what they've done is they realized they couldn't beat them. So what they did was they did more things like these big barbecue cookouts and they have hot August nights and stuff. I guess my question to that is, we hope we don't get to the point where we see Vegas having to use gimmicks to bring people in. <laughs> well, it already, it already kind of does. Except when you get them here, they have more fun because it's Vegas. Oh, you want to hear the best Laughlin story ever? I don't think I've told you this. In Laughlin, back in the day, I have a friend, allegedly, who was involved with casinos in Laughlin. And (laughs) a few casinos in Laughlin literally paid Las Vegas news stations to report the weather cooler than it actually was in Laughlin because Laughlin wanted to steal the business from Vegas. I think I'm telling the story right. They wanted it to sound like Vegas was hotter and Laughlin was much, much cooler so that people would skip going to Vegas and going to Laughlin. He swears that that's true, that they would write checks to make that happen. And I had, you know why? I can't share that story officially because I'm on the local news and I don't want them to fire me. Uh, but that's a, that's a crazy Laughlin story right there. Scott will be back again next week. Remember to check out VitalVegas.com every day. When it comes to Vegas, Scott is simply the best source for inside information. You can also follow Vital Vegas on social media. They're everywhere. More with rock singer and musician Paul Shortino, one of the great stars of Raiding the Rock Vault, and we're at the Rio in just a moment. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to the former lead singer of Quiet Riot and Rough Cut, Paul Shortino, who today stars at the big hit show, Raiding the Rock Vault, over at the Rio. Like a stone, a beautiful diamond, that won't shine anymore, a bottle of gold. Rainbow 
Before we started this conversation, you were kind enough to play some of the new stuff you're working on. My God, how do you keep your voice like that? I mean, it's, I know it's been a few years since Come On and Feel the Noise. Oh, right? yeah. Um, yeah, I get the more you sing. And actually, this show has really helped um, keep my voice more in, in, in shape. We, I just um, also have a project. I've been working with Carlos from Quiet Riot. Mm-hmm. And we have a, uh, a project called Rough Riot. And so we do some of the songs from the band Rough Cut when I was in that band. It was on Warner Brothers and some of the Quiet Riot songs. So we've uh, started writing some material, but I uh, I just finished this record that I've been working on for a couple of years. And Vinnie Paul's on it. We did a remake of Send in the Clowns. And we're going to be doing some video footage on it. I was... Um, was Glad that I could play right? some stuff for you guys <laughs> yeah. earlier, but um, and we'll play it. In well, yes, this uh, you but- <laughs> guys will be some of the first uh, folks to get this, Stephen. I'm uh, so you can share it. Um, but some of the people from Rock Vault are on the record. Uh, some of the people that are uh, there's people from White Snake and uh, Ozzy. It was just a great bunch of musicians on this and. Uh, the producer of the uh, record, uh, Japanese artist as well, uh, Nozomi uh, Waki, has uh, done a, an amazing job. And it's just, uh, it's going to be fun to bring, uh, to, to, to release this. And uh, so we're actually going to start working on some videos. Uh, this should be coming out before summertime, I would think. You know, it has that power ballad sound, but it seems... Having listened to your music your entire career, I can tell you, this almost seems a little more polished, or it's, it's a little different sound, but it works. Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's more seasoned, I would say, you know, and more, I, some of the songs are more or, organic. I, I, haven't, I need to play some of the rock stuff, but the song, I wanted to get a little bit more organic with uh, just uh, acoustic instruments, the acoustic piano, gut guitar strings. We well, got a great duet in there too with a uh, great Sean, female artist, Sean Coey. Yeah, she's uh, been out with Meatloaf and Deweezil Zappa, and she's been she's actually in the show, and she uh, she's got an amazing voice, just like Megan, one of the other girls in the show. All, all the there's so much talent in the in 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 rating the rock vault that that that's local yeah. that are uh, performing in the show that. Uh, that I, I just wanted to, to sh- share the her talent with the world and uh, and hoping to maybe get her own record deal out of this for herself. When as you keep playing over the years, it's got to keep you sharp being with such great professionals around oh, you too. It certainly does. Keeps you on your toes. You gotta, you gotta yeah. watch that CRS. Can't remember stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the life of the rock star can be a little. Uh, it's you know can be a little fast. <laughs> yes, it can. And and thank God that you know the old. This has been a great show for me because I live in town, so it's like I'm just up around the corner from it. Uh, uh, it's been a it's it's been a blessing actually to get myself back in the swing of things. We started at six nights, then we went to five, and we're back to five nights. But doing that on a regular basis, and thank God that we're not 
there's more than one singer. Yeah, Cause right. Because then, you know, <laughs> then when we go out to do our own stuff, then you're doing two hours of singing your own stuff. And it's... Uh, does that get harder as the years go on, too, to do those two-hour oh, things? Oh, it certainly is. I just did two nights back-to-back. We did the whiskey January 2nd, and then January 3rd we played here at Vamped, Rough Riot. That's what the, me and Carlos. It's Carlos Cavazos, Rough Riot. And, uh, and basically, wow, to sing... And I drove right after I performed uh, at 1 a.m. in the morning. I drove back from... Uh, Hollywood at the Whiskey and got in town, got some sleep, and then uh, wow. got got up and made it to Vamp for a 6 o'clock uh, sound check and then go back home and rest a little bit and then turn around and and then we performed at 11 o'clock that night. So it tore me up a little bit. Yeah. I was actually, um, I was in bed for a couple of days. Just because well, my body rhythm, you know, I'm not used to staying up to 5 a.m. Those are the old days. So yeah. staying up and then the following after vamped, I was already set up myself from doing the whiskey and driving back that I, I did. I wasn't ready to go to sleep. So now I'm kind of getting back into the swing of things because I like to get up really early in the morning. More from singer and musician Paul Shortino in just a moment. Time now for Your Vegas Art Minute with Brett Maley, art appraiser from the TV show Pawn Stars and the co-owner of Art Encounter, the great fine art gallery in Las Vegas. What suggestions do you have for people that are looking for art? Not the typical stuff, not the stuff you hang on the wall necessarily or, or even sculpture, but some of these things, you know, it, it could be as much as mobiles or anything like that. How does somebody look for something like that? It doesn't seem to be quite as easy as buying a book and kind of getting an idea of what you like and don't like and that sort of thing. Well, the Internet is your friend. I mean, it's amazing what you can find on the Internet. And a lot of times I've encouraged our clients, we've been here 27 years, um, and we can get just about anything. You know, if people have an idea of what they want, the type of art they want, the style that they want, and a lot of times that starts with doing some research online and then coming to us and saying, hey, Brett, I found this mobile or I found this sculptor who does unique work or I found this type of effect I want to generate in my house. And a lot of times we can work backwards from there. And we have stables of artists. We have stables of sculptors. We have, sta- you know, a lot of different people we can lean on to help create that perfect effect you're looking for. You can visit Brad at Art Encounter. And if you mention that you heard about Art Encounter on Vegas Never Sleeps, they'll send a limo to pick you up at your hotel. Are you looking for something a little different for your music collection? Well, look no further than our own Hollis Jade's great pop punk group, The Love Zombies. You can get both of the Love Zombie albums, Passion Fruit and No Slow Songs Live at Abbey Road at their website, lovezombiesentertainment.com. You can also get merchandise, including t-shirts and some handmade stuff, as well as Hollis's solo EP, Strange World. Just go to www.lovezombiesentertainment.com for all of this and more. More from singer and musician Paul Shortino in just a moment. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Manji, nationwide on the Biz Talk Radio Network. I'm Xavier Mortimer, magician. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi.
now, let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Today's show is brought to you in part by Beachbody On Demand, the simple and cost-effective way to get in better shape. They got many options to address your individual needs. If you're capable of a lot, this is going to work, but if you only can do a little bit, this will work for you as well because it's customized for you. To find out more, simply email fitfab2020 at gmail.com. Mention Vegas never sleeps when you do. Email them at fitfab2020 at gmail.com. That's fitfab2020 at gmail.com. You are listening to rock singer and musician Paul Shortino, one of the stars of Raiding the Rock Vault at the Rio Hotel. You can never give up on your dreams When life seems to run out of steam Follow the truth that comes from your heart Cause every new day is a brand new start So so what do you think the secret is? Because okay, you've managed to go all this time. You're still sounding as great as ever. And there's a few groups like The Who and The Rolling Stones that are still out there performing. What separates them from some of these guys that it's just time calls? Well, um, I think they, you know, they've Aerosmith, all those guys, they, they, you know, they went from one extreme to the next. And uh, I think you just, you really, it really comes down to loving what you're doing. Uh, um, finding someone that loves you and puts up with you, your career, your, your your love for something that they it's hard it's hard for someone to understand. I, it was really interesting. I, as I dro- I drove to, um, uh, I had a, actually a plane ticket to fly to January second to <clears throat> the whiskey gig. So I decided to drive instead. So I drove up on on the first mm-hmm. and stopped my dad's buried in Mojave stopped there and 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 I just was rapping with him and just you know because the world is so crazy now all over the place yeah. you know and 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 it just kind of had a, an epiphany that my father he really never old Italian he never really he loved me doing music and and he loved that I had the talent some that came from somewhere because he could sing, God bless him. But my grandfather could sing really good. And so uh, I know how he wanted me always to have a backup plan. But however, my mother really loved, she was a singer and she loved that I loved music. So she understood my passion and love for it. And it was really weird how I was just kind of connecting with the universe going, you know, it's... Uh, I really get it, Pops, what you were saying, and I really get what you were saying, Mom, because you really need, and if you're going to do music or any kind of uh, 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 theatrics, you got to have a backup plan. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. my, my dad always would say, get into real estate. I wish I'd have listened to him. <laughs> <laughs> I had an uncle that said, get into politics. Maybe I should have listened to him, too, because <laughs> you get everything free when you get into politics for the rest of your life, you know. You can even die in the seat you got voted in, you know. If the district's small enough and the people don't even know you exist, you just keep getting voted in and they don't even know <laughs> That's right. Going on. The name but, familiarity. But, uh, yeah. Love having someone that loves you and understands you and wants to take care of you and taking care of yourself. Yeah. You know, the best health care in life is 
taking care of yourself. And uh, I've just been very fortunate that I have a, a, a really good mate, soulmate, my wife Carmen, uh, who um, who uh, definitely uh, going to probably try to keep me to live into 105. Isn't that great? And and I watched this thing on David Crosby, and his wife is petrified that he's not going to come back every day because his health is not. Oh, he's had some big, oh, he's big a, health issues. What, a, a liver transplant? And he, he says, it's really interesting. He's so humble in this. Uh, I, I, see, I suggest a lot of people to, to check it out. on. It's on Amazon or Netflix. And yeah. uh, it's, it's, quite, it's quite a uh, heartfelt, cool thing. And the history of... Buffalo Springfield yeah. and uh, the Crosby, Sills, and Nash. I mean, just some of the greats and all of the people that hung out at the Laurel Canyon house where Jackson Brown hung out, the Eagles. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just a yeah. really amazing, uh, it's, 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 it's an amazing bit of history. And, that, uh, and, and Rock Vault is Coming back around to that, Rock Vault is keeping that history of classic rock alive. I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to ask you. You've you've seen all this, so now you're putting out your own solo album, and it's totally different than it was back then, right? I mean, oh. you got to be thinking merchandise, you got to be thinking video. Kind of run through how that whole experience changes. Well, you before you had a big machine doing it all. Now you uh, you have to if you're doing it yourself, you have more control over it. Actually, now after 30 years, um, you can go back and get your records from the record company. So, we're going back to regain our uh, the rough cut stuff that I yeah. did, uh, the quiet riot stuff I did. Um, we're we're going back and 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 actually uh, going to get the rights back from the because the record company they owned everything. So uh, the only way you could do something is either re-record it and put it out, and then they wouldn't have total control of it. But uh, getting it back it, now, it, you're in a different time period where you have uh, social media and you have uh, a lot of things at your fingertips to uh, to do. Uh, uh, but to do yourself. Yeah. So you can reach a lot of people. However, if you don't really know how to reach a lot of people, yeah. you're not, you know, you still got to get stuff on the radio. And, and I still think that, uh, that, uh, that cost, uh, the, the pocketbook, you know, <laughs> yeah. I just still think that, uh, that, uh, it's, it's, you have to pay someone to, Work the work your your song to get it out to people. It, you know it's it's so interesting because there, at a time there were disc jockeys that could play what they wanted to, and then it became program directors and sponsors who started controlling television yeah. and radio. At one time, it was television personalities. Even though we, we were, t it was interesting. We were talking about movie stars. The difference between today's movie stars and actors. To me, they're more actors and actresses than they're movie stars because the movie Paramount, MGM, Warner Brothers put these people on a salary. 
they they just groomed him, you know. Yeah, if right. they if they they gave him acting lessons, they gave him vocal lessons. I mean, they groomed these people into being movie stars. They had something that 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 caught the eye of the movie industry, obviously. But nowadays, it's different. People all want to look alike. Uh, you know, there was a time period where Rich Little, Frank Gorshin, and people like that made a living out of, you know, doing impersonation yeah. <laughs> of someone because they had a distinctive voice. You went from silent movies into talking pictures with no music in the background for a long time. Then all of a sudden you'd have music, but there would still wouldn't be any Well, don't you think that's why classic vocal. rock is still so popular and popular with Sounds young people? Sounds just like it uh, was recorded today. It's unbelievable. It, it, you know, the analog stuff. Uh, and anyways, they wouldn't know anyways because they. I think the next generation, God forbid that they're not deaf. Because there, everybody walks around with head to, the air, earbuds on, and it's—I even have to have them on just to have a conversation on my phone. You'll hear more from singer Paul Shortino, the star of Rating the Rock Vault, over at the Rio Hotel, in just a few moments. Time now for statistician, actuary, and expert in gaming odds and probabilities, Michael Shackelford, also known as the Wizard of Odds. Last week, the subject was Pi Gal Poker. Today, another game from the floor. What about Baccarat? You said that, that, that can, you can lose a lot of money quickly in that, can't you, as I understand it? It will. It depends how much you bet. If you're playing mini Baccarat where the dealer deals all the cards and the players don't touch them, that is a fast-paced game. But as long as you stick to the banker and the player bet, at least the house advantage will be under 1.5%, which is, which is not bad. You could do much better in blackjack or craps. So it's not the best game choice. It's not the worst game choice. Personally, I find Baccarat to be as boring as the flip of a coin. My, But I know some players just love it. My advice with Baccarat is very simple. Just stick to the banker and player bets, preferably the banker. Avoid the tie, avoid the pair, avoid any sucker bet you see on the table. Just banker and player. The Wizard will return again next week. More from singer and musician Paul Shortino in just a moment. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to singer and musician Paul Shortino, who is starring in Raiding the Rock Vault over at the Rio. You, you like those kind of challenges, you know, playing some music that people wouldn't think you would do? Oh, I love doing it more than anything, because I grew up with my mother singing, you know, like at last, and, you know, I mean, vaudeville stuff, and so I I, I prefer going out and singing, you know, you know, at last my love has come along, instead of doing what people expect you to do right but it's kind of fun that way I, oh, I think it is. people it's, here oh it's I, it's it's the it's the most fun actually i like taking like you know 
I'm on the highway to hell. You know, on the way home, I listened to all Sinatra. (laughs) He did a version of Love Me Tender I listened to on the way home. It was just off the hook. I couldn't believe how how cool it was. um, Paul Rogers is one of my favorite singers, and I I met him quite a few times. And one of the the nights that I met him, I I told him that... uh, he was the rock and roll Frank Sinatra. Oh, well, that's quite a compliment. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. he—that's what he said to me too. Because he, you know, I mean, Sinatra was a fra- he, Paul Rogers is a great song. Oh, he's great. Fraser, Bad Company is you know, a very underappreciated yeah. band. They just were so great. Well, yeah. that, maybe this is why, like Rod Stewart, spends so much time with the Great American Songbook. You know, it's just one of those things. It's great music, It'll and why not, not try it? Is, it's, it's always going to be around. It's uh, a great song. Yes, a great song. You know. Well, I mean, could you see Vegas becoming kind of, in addition to what it is in terms of dining and entertainment, also being a place where somebody comes here maybe for a weekend and goes to three or four as they keep building all these arenas? I'm thinking that might be another way to attract people to this town. Well, I think what's going to happen for sure is uh, once the Raiders start playing here. it's going to definitely bring in a different kind of clientele. I think uh, I want, I, I've always thought about this. Why has it taken Las Vegas so long to have any kind of professional? I think it was all because of the gambling right. issue for a long time, I would think. But well, now why has it changed? <laughs> right? I think where they put the stadium, it's, it's going to cause a really is, issue for parking and people coming in. I think it might have been, from my perspective, putting it at the other end of, the, of, of, of Las Vegas so people had to drive through, and then they might stop <laughs> in the casinos. Um, someone, someone told me that it was because they wanted to have a, sh- a part of it opens and so they can have it part of a picture of the strip, so putting that stadium where it was, I don't, I don't think it was the brightest idea, personally. And I don't know if Mr. Sussolak or whoever uh, approved this, but I think putting it at the other end where there would have been more parking, out by the raceway or out by the uh, M coming in, I think we're going to have parking backed up to Prim when they have games here. I think you might be right. You know? I think it's going to be an issue, too, where walking across, they say, oh, you just walk across uh, the strip, you know, and across the freeway. You know, when those days when it's 105 and stuff, that's not going to be a pleasant walk. No, 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 no. And, and they're going to have to be transporting people in here. And they just, they've got 6,500 parking areas, and they're going to need 65,000. Paul, I love talking to you. We're going to have you on again. It's fun. Oh, uh, thank you going for having through all me. This. Yeah, we love it, and we want... We'll also want to get you on once that album gets out there so people can go out and grab um, it as soon as it's released. Please check it out. It's Shortino Make-A-Wish. And if we want to get, follow you at all online, where do we go? Oh, just go to my Facebook, Paul Shortino. And also I have paulshortino.com, my own website. And I'm on Twitter, Instagram. <clears throat> so uh, please come and check me out and uh, let me spread the love because that's what life's all about. The acronym for love in my life is life's only valuable emotion. So let us all love each other because that's what we're going to get back. The more we put out there, the Beatles had it right in the beginning with. 
The love you give is the love you get. The love you give is the love you get back. And the love you give is the love you take. Eddie Osterlin, America's first master sommelier, is back. If you're like me, you enjoy visiting wineries. Today, Eddie gives us a little advice for our next trip. You don't want to try to do too many wineries. Um, you know, you're not, I mean, I, I agree a lot of people are out there to kind of get a buzz. But uh, if you're really serious and you, you start to like wine, you know, you got to limit yourself and, and say, maybe I'm going to visit maybe only four wineries or three wineries and do it right. Spend a full hour there and have someone receiving you. You know, preferably don't go there on the weekend when it's just jam-packed with people who are just trying to get, get high on wine. And, um, you know, always call ahead and make a reservation. Don't just drop in on somebody because then you're just, it's a cattle call. Um, you know, you want to stand out. You want to be taken good care of. So gradually, uh, whether you meet a winery owner or, or a winemaker or something like that, you want to try to bond with them and have them set up a visit for you so that, the, you know, so that when you tour that winery, you know, you're probably going to, you might even decide to join their wine club. Um, I will say this something, though, um, and that is when you're, this is one of the things my professors told us all in Bordeaux. When you're at the winery and it's the third winery or the fourth winery of the day and you're down in the wine cellar and the candles are flickering and the music's playing and you're on vacation, uh, don't buy a case of wine at that moment. Buy a bottle of it and take it home. And if you really, really think it's as good as you do that day, then you buy a case from home and you'll find that you won't make the mistake that so many people have when they get their wine that they ship from, the, from their vacation in Napa Valley and the wife looks at the husband and goes, is this the same stuff we had back there? I'm not as impressed with it. You know, it's, it's just one of those things. So, you know, you got to plan your visit rather than drop in. And uh, the degree to which you get to know the right people is the degree to which you will, you know, benefit from learning something about that wine. Thanks, Eddie. When you visit Las Vegas, you're always looking for fun things to do. And I think one thing you got to put on your list is the Neon Museum. It's fantastic. What a way to learn the history of Las Vegas, but by the signs that go back all the way to the 1930s. Go to neonmuseum.org. That's neonmuseum.org. Thanks for joining us today as well. Next week, you'll meet one of the finest impressionists today. Gordy Brown will be here and catch us up on his latest residency in Vegas. Don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms, including Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Have a great weekend. This is Stephen Manji reminding you, Vegas never sleeps. Vegas, here we go!